0: The opinions and views expressed in this video are purely for entertainment purposes and not for investment advice. Uh, good evening, goons, to another episode of Jack DeVault Trades. I'm here with Kaylin, as always, and our producer Sam. And uh, we're just going to briefly talk about Bitcoin today, and uh, obviously the charts, and uh, my 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 prediction for the markets, and uh, get uh, Kaylin's thoughts on that too. All right, cool. She's All right, here. yeah. Give us your give us your quick five minute shakedown on the Bitcoin uh the
1: Bitcoin bear market that we've all been hearing so much
0: about. Uh, I'm ashamed to say I was hoping to get your your take because I have not been paying attention. I even I even uh, said on my uh, Instagram that that I lost like four or five thousand dollars because I wasn't paying attention. Like Bitcoin didn't hit my uh, my exit target, and I was too lazy to. Well, I wasn't too lazy. I was too busy to to check. And then um, yeah, um, I, I, I let it slip, and then it hit like I think it was right there. No, 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 no. Sorry. So my, my exit was just above here. was at 53, and it hit like it was a hair before, and I missed it. And I, at any time d- during this point, I probably should have um, adjusted, but I didn't. And it just fucking tanked. Like, what is this? 32%. 32%. Wow. So, yeah, that fucked that up. <clears throat> is that the daily trade, you have there? Yeah, but here, let me clear this up. This is It's been a long time since I, since I drew on this one, but yeah. So so here's the thing. This is what people are scared of, eh? They're they're saying they're saying another um head and shoulders. So
1: uh, I'm looking at this like more big picture, man. Like if if like can you go to the daily chart and just zoom like way out so we can see everything you're seeing there? Oh yeah. yeah just zoom in like after the like yeah, just up in the the top kind of double top there. Like just from like Yeah, like and yeah, yeah, right there. So like like basically like double tops are probably like one of my favorite patterns and like in this one I'm kind of seeing like for shorting i mean and like this one I'm kind of seeing almost like two in the same thing so like at the the far right there like october like october and november of of 2021 like we had a little double top up there and we had the we had the um like the rejected breakout right so we had we had one push up and like the it was around the 20th of october came down and then it tried to push up again it went to new highs and then it got rejected. Like to me, like, like for my, like for shorting and stuff like that, I love that because that means that it tried to push to new highs and it trapped a bunch of longs. Cause they always bought, you know, everyone buy the breakout, buy the breakout, right? Like, that's like, you know, the, the world's oldest, easiest, uh, longing technique that works is absolutely 0% of the time. Um, but yeah, that's like, that's a really good move because then you get that stuff moved back down and like that, that pretty much always just signifies that it's going to sell off because you have like, it's a trap, right? Like, you know, you have your, you have your overhead resistance and we go through it. So everybody gets excited. And then when it comes right back down again, we're back below that resistance. And we've also just trapped a bunch of people and you know, it's just like, it's just a really, really bearish signal. And here we basically have, we have that little one in like October, November of 2021. And then way back in like April of uh, 2021 is when we had the first big run-up like right where you got your cursor there now and that whole top system there is a little bit lower than the more recent and more narrow double top that we just had. so you almost kind of have like you have like this little double top that happened within a month like at the end of last year and then over all of last year you just have like a scaled up version of that exact same thing so we've almost had like a, a double double top over the course of a year on varying time frames. so like like to me, that's a pretty bearish signal. Like now, how far down it goes is like you'd probably be able to call that a lot better than me, but like in the shorter term, that's like that's what I see as far as like as far as like a rejection. But like to me, the bottom would be like in the twenty eight to thirty two thousand dollar range, like where we had that prior support. like I mean, we' we've, we've just we've tested that like four or five times on varying different levels on high volume. like to me, that's that's the major support zone. is that like twenty eight to thirty two thousand range? So, like, I would, I would assume it'll find some support there and it'll start to base, but I don't know what your thoughts are. On
0: that. Yeah, that was um thirty three. Thirty three is actually where my next buy zone is. It uh thirty five hit the other day, so thirty three to that area. I'll take, I'll take these off. But yeah, that would be okay. that would be my buy zone. There's a guy named um Mike Novogratz. He runs Di- uh, Galaxy Digital. I'm I'm heavily trading them also. Um. He's a uh, he's a former hedge um, he's a former um, Wall Street guy. He ran a f- giant hedge fund called Fortress. Anyway, he's um and he worked for like one of one of the big ones, Morgan or or J.P. Morgan or or Goldman. Um, he said that there's lots of demand right at the 35k mark or below mm-hmm. 35k. So that's where where <laughs> I'm hoping to see um a bounce. But then I'm also totally expecting it to, to, to come down to like 20,000s or even below like because this is crypto man I'm I've seen it all like like here I'll, <laughs> yeah I like, will tell you, tell you my, my crypto experience uh here we go so this was 2020 twenty thousand dollars right does it drop to 5k does it bounce to 13 come or who's that 13 no 11 wow because it comes back down to was it six right I buy around this yeah. area I'm a fucking genius around the eight grand area in April thinking I'm a genius. And then within six months it does another 50% down <laughs> so after this fucker does a 60% down from my buy zone. It does another 60% <laughs> just six yeah. months. Later. So this is crypto man. So I'm like, I expect anything. Um, that's the thing, right? Is it such a weird mix now of like of retail
1: and long-term investors and hedge funds? Like it's just, it's just like a, 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 weird system, man. Like it's just, there's just a lot of different hands operating this thing.
0: Uh, can you guys see this? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to screen this up a little bit. Uh, so this is glass Notes. So this is the on-chain, um, data analytics that I do that I pay for. Um, Oh no. Oh no! I just see. Yeah, we see your uh, trading chart. Okay. shit. Okay. Let me see how I do that. Sam, if I stop presenting, would it fuck shit up? We'll find out. All right. Hang on. <laughs> it not It's not jacked about trades if it's not if we don't do this.
1: Yeah. That's. Uh, I was gonna say you haven't had any technical
0: difficulties yet, which is weird for you. So. So is this good? Okay, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, there you Uh, go. Cool. So uh, I got on-chain analytics, and this is why I'm quite bullish. Um, So one one indicator I'm always looking at is hash rate. Bitcoin's hash rate is actually at all-time high. This is actually higher than uh, before Elon's tweet that tanked the whole thing in the summer. So this is higher than the peak of summer of 2011, um, which means miners Mm -hmm. are more and more miners are going online. It's more competitive to get to fight for the 91. Uh, to, to fight for the Bitcoin every day, the thousand or so Bitcoin every day. Um, but the main thing that I find really interesting is this, the HODLer net position. So these guys, they do on-chain analytics and they basically tar- target wallets that are not very active, are old and aged. You can tell based on the Bitcoin's age. And um, and they can tell if they're, they're HODLers or, or whatever, right? This is up 10,000 Bitcoin from last week, which is up 40,000 from a month ago so i don't know who's selling but the ogs are buying and that includes me i've been buying this whole time so yeah so that's very bullish to me and and the other thing that i like looking at is the, the etfs i think that you'll find this one interesting um I could pull this one up so this is the purpose etf it's got like one point i don't know maybe 1.1 billion assets under management right now what was 1.4 at its highest so the red is uh, outflows of investment, green is inflows. So you see a lot of people yeah. buying here, but we don't see a lot of selling here. In fact, they see some buying, people are buying the dip. And this is like accessible to ETFs, RSPs, you know, anything on the TSX, right? And so that tells me Main mm-hmm. Street's bullish still on this asset, right? So the fundamentals are still looking pretty good. <laughs> I think everybody is still pretty
1: bullish. I mean, like the markets all overall right now are, are pretty shit. So it's just like, but I, I think it's just, you know, like we had a great, we had a really strong 2020. We had a really strong 2021. So like, it's not, it's not shocking to me at all that things are crashing right now. And it's, it's, I mean, it's a good time to start, you know, it's like we always say, like, it's like a good time to start buying when things are going down, provided that they're good companies.
0: I would argue we had a strong 2021 for those who knew what the fuck they were doing. Everybody else got. Oh, yeah, you don't think, I, think, I think a lot of people had it pretty, pretty
1: decent. Like there wasn't really much that. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, there was like a lot of stuff that well, probably didn't do that hot.
0: There's a lot of volatility, and I think that chewed up a lot of people that weren't prepared for it. Or, you know, Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> a lot of people are getting chewed up right now, like in the in the trading world. Like, there's a lot of people that are having a really hard time right now just because the markets are so slow. Like people aren't used to it they're trying to that's the problem that happens is like when the markets slow down is like people try to use the same kind of size and people try to be as aggressive as they were when the markets were really hot and you end up just not having those kind of range moves you don't have the kind of liquidity you used to and like a lot of a lot of guys are having a really hard time right now when it comes to just trading
0: really eh i just wanted to show this yeah. real quick. this is this is i don't know if you have any thoughts on this but so, these are Bitcoin wallets or addresses. So, not necessarily wallets because you can have more than one address, but it's divided by, you know, 0.1 to 1 to 10 to 100 to 1,000 and 10,000 Bitcoins, right? And the little guys have been buying nonstop this whole time without fail. The, the 0.1 wallets have been accumulating. And the one guy mm-hmm. sold uh, June of last year. So, that was the big sell off. And ever since the big sell off, they've been mostly accumulating. The 10 guys. Big sell-off still you know more cautiously accumulating but still accumulating these dirt bags accumulated and dumped um the 10 the 1000 guys basically flat these guys are miners. the, 10, the 10k guys you can even see by, by the way it moves it's in chunks so that's minor payouts yeah. minor. so that's so these are miners um and they're mostly flat so what's interesting is like seems like the everything from 0.1 to 10 bitcoin uh, owners are accumulating. It's these 100 guys that are selling 100 to put them in like a $6 million range, I think. So maybe high net worth individuals and, um, maybe small hedge funds are dipping their toes.
1: Yeah. I wonder if even that has
0: something to do with just balancing at the end of the year, like just for
1: tax purposes and stuff like that.
0: True. They started trimming around. Right, like that,
1: that, was, that was a, yeah, that was a, that was a big move, like right into the end of the year. Yeah, you're right. Could have like if you're talking about that kind of money, like that's the first thing that comes to mind for me is just like end of the year, just trying to balance your portfolios, move stuff around, try and save money on taxes. Because like the little guys now, I think Bitcoin's been around long enough that it's like it's mainstream enough that it doesn't it doesn't feel like a novelty anymore. Like it feels like an investment to yeah. pretty much everybody at this point. So that's why I think you're seeing those 0.11 0.1, 1, and 10 slowly accumulate. Is because like those are people where it's like like in my mind. There, I'm I'm seeing it like okay, it's like the S and P 500. Like you know, every couple months, you know, we just put a little bit more money into it. It's just kind of a long term, like just keep chipping away, just buy a little bit more, buy a little bit more. Don't really care what the price is. Like it's like a 10 year outlook sort of thing.
0: You know what's interesting? I just it just occurred to me. I wonder if the crypto basically capping out is is two part. One, uh, what well, we already know, a lot of them are are not playing spot. They're playing the futures, and they're playing mm. the options. Um, so that's suck. Because every time Bitcoin drops, you see like four billion dollars wiped out, like 100,000 traders lose, you know? What I, mean? it's a I know, day. I know. <laughs> but I wonder if the NFT market's taking out some of that uh some of that speculation. There's a lot of money going on around yeah. right there.
1: Yeah. I think that whole that whole this whole area, man, like crypto
0: and NFTs, like
1: all that stuff. Like people are people are just trying to find the next really big thing, right? Like I think I think that's why like like, I, that's why I don't think that Bitcoin's going to have any more crazy moves. I could be super wrong. But like, I don't think it's going to have any more of those crazy crashes, because I think it's kind of graduated past that point to where, like now I said, it's like, like just from that data that you're showing me, like, to me, that's people that are just slowly buying more with like every, you know, all their, their monthly savings are just accumulating it like they would like an like an index, right? Like, that's what it looks like. So I think it's kind of like moved past the point of being like some speculative like, oh, you're going to make a, you know, you're going to triple your money overnight kind of thing. Like I think that all those eyes have kind of moved on to the NFTs and like the memes stocks and stuff like that that we had. So which is a good thing for the asset, right? Because that means you're not going to have those crazy moves, which is going to mean that more high net worth individuals are going to start accumulating slowly. And you're going to get hopefully that choppiness will slowly level out and you'll just get that steady growth path. That's going to attract even more buyers for the long term.
0: Yeah, that's really that's a really good point. It might actually give gold a run for its money now. If it, I mean, if Bitcoin stabilized, it might give gold a run for its money as like the the go to asset for turbulent times.
1: I can't see how, it won't, man. Like, especially now, like if you just look at the age of people, like like our generations, younger generations, like you know, like the, the, like the thought to put your money into gold is really like it's an old school thing, man. Like, not a lot of. I don't know a lot of my younger friends that are like into gold like all the people i know that that own gold and buy gold are like in their 60s like you know which is fine i mean there's nothing wrong with it like i mean even if like it's like the same old thing like if you had to bought gold or silver like during the market crash i mean you still would have made a killing because it still operates like the inverse of the way the market does for the most part but like i mean if you're going to just buy gold and hold it for 20 years it's kind of like I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing at this point. Like it's, I just think like, I just think of gold as like a, like a metal, right? Like a rock. It's just not like, it's a, to me, it's not an investment. It's not something where I'm like, yeah, I can, I going to put my money there and this bar of gold is going to be worth more in 20 years. Like what? how, how do I know that? Like, especially with how everything's going with technology and maybe that, maybe that bar of gold is going to be worthless because like, you know, we buy all our jewelry in the metaverse now and like people never leave their home because they're just hooked up to computer screens. Like, like who knows right but that's 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 the way that things are moving so to me it seems like it's not really what it once was mm-hmm. for the for the safety of money
0: no i think you're 100% on point i think jack dorsey said it best he's like the internet needs a native currency and it's been waiting for something like mm-hmm. bitcoin right it's certainly not gold i mean so at the very least, like there's a lot of assholes that it's always like, what's what's Bitcoin's intrinsic value, right? Well, I could say what's gold. You, you said it best. It's a fucking hunk of metal. What, what the fuck can you do with it, right? But let's just yeah. say for a moment, compare one to one, right? Bitcoin literally is everything that gold is, and better, right? If 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 mm. let's forget about paper gold. Let's just say you had physical gold and I had physical Bitcoin, and it's the end of the world, and we're trying to spend it. I can spend fractions on my Bitcoin anytime, anywhere. What are you gonna do with the gold? You're gonna bite off a piece, like buy some rice with it. Like I can smack you with it and take your Bitcoin. (laughs) That's what I can do with it. Right, right. Like might as well beat you over the head with with it. Yeah, (laughs) might as well get a brick or a piece of lead. It's you know probably cost you less. Yeah. Right. It's like like and if you were to transfer uh, gold to like say so you say you got family somewhere and you want to give them a little bit of bit of cash but you, you can't send gold you can send bitcoin no. instantly around the world anywhere to anybody
1: yeah and like what's so it worth, worth right like bitcoin bitcoin is worth the same around the whole world like gold like yeah i guess gold's worth the same around the whole world too but like i don't know it just doesn't seem like it's not something you can use you can just spend right like like it's bitcoin is the same it's like you said it's the same but you can actually use it yeah. like if i just if i give you like if i give you like yeah i'm gonna send you you know uh like 10 ounces of digital gold sure. or something like that like you, you can't do anything with it right like it just you have the piece of paper that
0: says you have it but like what do you do with that right well see that's, that that creates another problem you tell me you wait you, you sent me 10 ounces who's gonna weigh that fucker are you like yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like just it's a whole bunch of. And like, what do you do, do with it? it?
1: Like, like, where do you, like, you got to take it somewhere to like, turn it into money. And then they're going to take a percentage of that because nobody works for free. Like, it's just,
0: you know. I'll tell you, um, yeah. it'd, be, it'd be really funny if we went around one day. Just go, go around. Maybe anybody that's like 35 and younger, maybe even 38 and younger, just ask them. What what are they mo- most like? What, what, if we ask them to buy gold and ask them to buy Bitcoin, which could they do? And I think more mm. would say they could buy crypto or Bitcoin. They could figure that out easier than they could figure out how to buy gold. Because yeah. I know a gold dealer and it's not easy. It's uh, it's it's pretty complicated, actually. And like, that's the thing is like at the end
1: of the day, it's literally just like, it's just a shiny rock. Like, I mean, yeah. it's not, it's there's like, it doesn't do anything. Like, yeah, it has some uses and some technologies and things like that for like, you know, computer chips and stuff like that. But I mean, it's, it's, like, it just, there's nothing there. Like, it's just, the I don't know. Like, you know, I, I think it still has, a, it still has like a purpose right now, but I just, I think that that purpose is phasing out with the the age group of people that are still like heavily gold invested. And even to that point, like I, I do know a lot of people that are in their 60s that that are big into gold. Like I know people that like gold is like one of their main things and those people have started buying Bitcoin just to show you like where their mindset is at. Like, yeah, like, like even my uncle and like a couple people in my family that are in like their sixties that are like huge into gold and silver and all that kind of stuff always have been as like their safety net. Like those are the people that I'm seeing in that age group that are starting to buy. Not, not a lot. Like, I mean, you know, maybe one or two Bitcoin kind of thing, but like, those are the people that are starting to buy into that, which is interesting because that, that to me tells me that like, and you know, you talk to them, like, I haven't, I don't understand it at all, but like, it seems like a good place to put money, right? So, like, it's to them, it's 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 kind of seeming like the same type of asset, only like the futuristic version of it, I guess you could say.
0: That's really interesting. Their age group, so they would have been in their twenties during the '70s recession, where gold did a really massive run-up. So that's probably why yeah. the gold bought. Yeah, that's really interesting.
1: Wow. Yeah, no, I thought that was I thought that was kind of interesting too. It's just funny, like the people, but the people that I know that, like the the older investors that I know that never really have been big into gold. They've always been more into just equities and stocks. Those are the kind of people that have a that I find, anyways, and like my, you know, circle of people I know are the ones that have a really hard time accepting Bitcoin and actually wanting to put money into it.
0: It's weird. Those are, I hate to generalize, but those are some of the same people that go on like CNBC and be like, um. Yeah, what's 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 Bitcoin's balance sheet? I can't read a balance I can't read their balance sheet. You know what's its intrinsic yeah. value? I'm like, well maybe cuz it's not a fucking company, it doesn't have a fucking, you know, balance sheet. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you're are you just basically yeah. saying you don't understand this thing?
1: Yeah, you just don't understand the technology, right? Like you don't understand what it works or how it how it gets its value. But by the same token, like how does gold? Like how does gold get its value? Like when the market crashes, how does gold like why does gold go up in value? Well, it's because people just people just naturally see it as a safety net so they move their money into gold when the market crashes it's the only reason it goes up that's why it goes back down when the market starts going back up again Is people because people like oh okay panic's over we'll take our money out of the safety net and put it back into the stock market and yeah. then it goes back down again all right 100%. so like there's no there's no real rhyme or reason for it it's just the masses moving it back and forth so yeah. like you can't tell me that you you know that gold is it's is like do you really understand the workings of gold like gold is literally just a function of mass of people buying it or selling it at specific times which is the same as anything in the stock market but it doesn't it's not a company it doesn't have any reason to move up or down other than the fact that people in masses put their money there during recessions
0: pretty much pretty much I, I, i'm i'm worried about the gold market though because uh i think more than a few people have mentioned that the paper gold market is a lot bigger than the physical gold market which means if people were to call in their their yes. ownership, there wouldn't be enough gold to, you know, distribute. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that too, actually. No, it doesn't surprise me at all. Like, I mean, like you can always, you can just go online and buy more gold like in your trading account if you wanted to. And see, that's exactly why digital scarcity requires a blockchain. And this is once again, just proves why a Bitcoin needs to exist, right? Anything digital, you can yeah. create a perfect copy of and who's, th- who's to say except on a blockchain because you have a giant fucking ledger that goes back until the beginning of time that says, this is how you can trace it. Every piece of Bitcoin ever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So anyway, See, it all turns is- out, man. Yeah, we'll yeah. call it a day here. Uh, just before we go, right, I will- guys, I- thanks for tuning in. Well, sorry. Wait, wait. I just want to say this real quick, so I want to get it on record. Because, um, yeah, if it happens, I want to—I want to look like a genius. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, not arrogant at all, guys. By the way, no, no. I but um, I'm looking at the stats for December uh, retail sales. Um, basically, across the board, flat or shit. And we just saw Peloton like sink like 25 percent. Uh, Netflix sank like 24 percent. You know, sales, subscriber sales is way down, right? So my question is this. If we have monetary inflation, if prices are up because of demand, where the fuck is the demand? Right? So <laughs> my answer to that is, yes, we have inflation. Prices are up, but it's a, it's a supply chain issue. People are just price gouging from everybody from raw, raw, raw materials to, to, to manufacturers. I've got word from actual manufacturers telling me that um, creatine is like 7 or 10x or 21x the price it used to be. Um, and I and, and really? just bought protein. We paid like 50% more than we usually do. Right. Um, so, so that's just price gouging from raw suppliers to manufacturers, distributors, the entire supply chain and shipping is just having a ball. Right. So my whole theory is, and then you add to the fact that I strongly I'm with Kathy Woods in that, in that I think, um, uh, retailers over ordered out, uh, coming out of the pandemic, thinking that there's going to be massive demand. Because there was a supply chain issue, they never got their deliveries. Well, I think they're going to start getting their deliveries soon, and they're going to get more supply, less demand, and then you're going to get this issue of um, all the semiconductor chips, all the shortages. Everything settled, settled down. You're going to have a lot of stuff on the shelves with a very few people trying to buy, like right? because the jobs numbers are still shit. And so, what does that mean? Deflation. And so, I think the Fed's going to wait for that, look for that, and be go and maybe say something like we're still going to taper the QE, but in terms of raising interest rates, we might delay it or we might just reduce the amount. And then you're going to see the market go zoom, zoom. And I think that's going to start to happen in uh, q 2 Well, see the, the, just like
1: really quick point. The reason that I do agree with you on that is because like what we're seeing right now, the market's already priced in the inflation because we've been talking about that for months now yeah. and, We were talking about that for months before the market started selling off. So the market wasn't scared about inflation. So everybody, like, to me, what I'm seeing, everybody that's talking about inflation and panicking and saying, you know, market's going to crash 50% and all this stuff. Maybe it still does. Nobody really knows. But, like, at the end of the day, like, the market wasn't scared of inflation. That's just what people are talking about now. And, like, you always have to remember that what people are talking about and what the actual stock market does are not necessarily the same thing. So we're not, we didn't see the market panic about the inflation rates we didn't see any of that in the stock market so to me whatever is happening right now you know maybe it's related to the stuff going on in russia and the ukraine i think is probably having a big thing to do with it because that's uncertainty markets don't like uncertainty so that could have a thing something to do with it we don't know what's happening with COVID still as always there's that uncertainty there's a lot of different countries getting riled up about it and trying to not want to do all their mandates and basically standing up against the government like There's a lot of uncertainty going on right now in the economy and to me that's the reason why we're seeing this sell off because the inflation in my mind has not impacted the stock market from what we saw last year and from what we saw when they were talking about it so i think what you're saying is bang on is that what's going to happen is once all these little uncertainty items kind of you know go by the wayside then we're going to have a huge uptrend because we're going to see the deflation like you're talking about and we already know that the inflation you know, quote unquote, that they've been talking about that didn't scare the market to begin with. People are just talking about it, but what we were seeing on paper didn't didn't correlate to that. So I think I think we're we're having a really good like healthy sell off right now, and then we're going to see like a really nice uptrend, which is why you know as we always say, anytime you get a correction or a bear market, you want to start buying, buy as much as you can because everything's going on sale.
0: Yeah, I picked up some uh, NVIDIA this week some Nvidia, uh, not actually yet, but I'm waiting for, I don't know if Tesla's gonna go down low enough, but I got some lowball offers for, for Tesla. So we'll see how that works yeah. out. Yeah. All right. Make our money, man.
1: <laughs> <That's it. laughs> All right, see you later guys.
0: Later.